Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, we're going to be talking about X Defiant, the MW3 beta, Halo doing things better than COD once again, COD Next, Overwatch League, uh, the Optic Legacy match. Got a bunch of random news to talk about. Probably going to be a shorter episode as, you know, we're a week away from the COD beta when we finally have something new to talk about and our thoughts on the game. So excited to talk about that and get into the beta in the coming weeks. But Probably going to have a little shorter episode today and just talk about some relevant news in the COD scene. So if you guys enjoy this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Uh, drop an, uh, a five-star review. If you're on the audio platforms, drop a follow on there. We appreciate all the support. And, you know, without further ado, let's jump into this one. Brock, how you doing today? Oh, doing pretty good on this fine Monday. I, believe it or not, it's October in Wisconsin, and it was like 80 degrees today. Yeah, we set a record high. It was the highest for our part of Wisconsin, like <laughs> apparently ever recorded on Jeez. October 2nd. <laughs> Gotta love that. So, you know, and some... then it's going to probably snow next week somehow. Yeah, next week snow. After that, like go back to 60. Yeah. Well, who knows at this point? <laughs> yeah, but better than normal, I'll say. Yes, definitely better than normal. Yeah, right. excited to get into this one. Yeah, we got lots of random stuff to talk about. We're going to start with X Defiant because honestly, kind of sad news, in my opinion. I think it's not going to bode well for them, unfortunately. Uh, they held the public play test for PC, I believe, like back on September 28th uh, to just like, you know, go through the game, see if there are any more issues they had to fix. Uh, apparently, no new issues were found. So the rumor is they're targeting a release on October 17th, uh, which is a day after the final MW3 beta weekend for all platforms. Obviously, the PlayStation 1 is this coming weekend and then. Uh, the next weekend after that is open to PlayStation, PC, and Xbox, so all platforms. Um, but very interesting. So they're targeting release just after that, and it's very close to the COD release. COD's releasing, what, like November 7th or something like that? Or yeah, around there. November 10th, like early November, early to mid-November. And um, so it's less than like a month ahead of COD's release. So very sad, to be honest, for X mm-hmm. Defiant, because... I think we all know how this story goes. Even if it's an incredible game and better than COD, it's not going to have nearly as much players just because, I mean, COD is just that massive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have it's like very sad. two weeks. Yeah, we'll have like two weeks to be able to play that game and have fun. And then from there on out, we're obviously probably going to be playing COD just because uh, we create content for Call of Duty. We create content around watching the, the competitive matches in the CDL. So it's tough for us to not be playing the game. And also... Unfortunately for X Defiant, it's looking like this is probably this game has the most potential to be the best COD we've seen in, in at least a few years. Yeah. So that also sucks for X Defiant. Yeah, it's like I don't I mean, anybody that thought that they were gonna kill COD, uh quote unquote, or like be this massive game to like take over for COD, I mean, was just kind of asinine because even if it's an infinitely better game, it's just COD has such a large culture and fan base that it's like impossible to keep up with it in some ways in the arcade shooter range, unless something crazy changes. Cause if you think about like how many random people do you know that just play video games pretty casually, like maybe they'll go home and a couple times a week, they'll just like play a game for half an hour. Those guys are going to be the guys that are going to be picking up Call of Duty because it's like they've been playing it since they were a kid. They know Call of Duty. It's such a household name that they'll pick that up and play it. And they probably don't even know X Defiant is a thing. Yeah, definitely. So not. for the the hardcore audience like us that are really into games and like competitive games and other people like that are going to be like, yeah, I'm excited for X Defiant. But those casuals, you're not getting them off Call of Duty. Yeah. They've had COD for, what, 20 years? 
Roughly. And even if you've never played it, pretty much everybody, if they hear the name Call of Duty, they know all oh, video game, shooting game. Yep. yep. Whereas, like, you ask the random person, a lot of them probably haven't even heard of X Defiant, because unfortunately, it just has a game. Oh, yeah, it doesn't have that big following. Yeah. But from what, hopefully, if from what it looks like, they're playing the beta, if it's still somewhat the same, it'll be fun to yeah. play. Yeah, it's going to be a fun game. And I hope it is at least able to, you know, stick around and have enough of a, a player base where they're able to support it and keep the game going. Because it was a good game and it's a quality game. It's just so tough to rival COD in this day and age because you almost have to make the absolute perfect game. Mm-hmm. In order yep. to rival it. Like, even if your game is way better, it's just hard to make because the fan base COD is built up. Yeah. So, you know, wish X Found came out in the summer, like, you know, maybe supposed to. But, you know, that would have been way better if it came out in like, July or August. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fun. Would have been a lot better because that's like a lull, kind of a lull in the gaming space overall. A lot of games are waiting for their new one to come out or just, you know, more of a boring time as people are usually typically more busy, you know, doing stuff outside and just have a lot more going on in the summer for most people normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially that younger age group that plays a lot of video games, like school, school age people. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Halo now. Some positives for Halo. They unveiled some new skins for Worlds uh, where like each team got to customize the skins and they all look like very different. They have different armor on for the Spartans and like just completely different like color designs and everything. So they got some pretty full customization, like much more than what we've seen from COD in the past. So that is absolutely incredible for them. Shout out to 343 and Halo for letting them do that. Hopefully we could ever, you know, get something like that in COD. doesn't seem like we're going to be able to because they basically like give them a template in COD and they're like, you can do this and you could like change a color. Yeah. So all the skins pretty much end up looking the same besides the colors change. And then the logo on the chest is different in COD because they don't allow them to do much customization. So from what we know, right, like you don't even see the skins in game. You just see like everybody sees a standard skin for the players, but we just see it on the broadcast. I believe so. On, yeah, on COD. I mean, it would make sense because otherwise it'd be an advantage for the teams that have like bright colors. Yeah. You'd be able to see like, them easier. But like, so they just see standard skins. So they should be able to do whatever they want and make the skins like completely customized in COD if you're not going to see them in game anyways. Yeah, for real. Crazy armor on and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some people actually probably use like the skins. Yeah. I just don't think they're like allowed in matches. I think they have to use default skins. Yeah. But like it, we see the like the CDL skins in broadcasts. Yeah, we, we we do we see it. But like like you said, let's just like one one team has like a bright color compared to another team, it definitely a disadvantage. So yeah. So if they can continue to find a way to like show us the skins while they see defaults, it'd be cool if they could let them customize and look completely different because it'd be another cool marketing tool. And also like then in game, if they had all those different skins, like teams could actually put resources into making a cool skin and it would probably result in people buying it. Cause then obviously in game, you would see that skin when we were using it like in ranked play. Yeah. And if the Carolina Royal Ravens make the coolest skin and the most unique skin, then people would maybe buy that and rock it and it would help for their profit. If, if they put the, the time and the work in to make the best skin, obviously I'm going to say that optic will probably be the best selling no matter what, just cause it's optic. Yeah, but you never know. Maybe one of those teams that wouldn't sell as much if they make a really cool skin will sell more, and that I believe they get a chunk of that, so that'd be good for them. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that is so something. Cool. Shout out to Halo. Shout out to Halo. Something cool to see in COD. Back shadow Halo. Yeah. All right. CS2 launched. That's some other news, and they have an incredible feature that we need in COD now. Ooh, uh, did that... you see this? This smoke feature. Yeah, I saw that feature. 
Yeah. So you can, if for those of you that haven't seen it on Twitter, apparently, like I saw a little video of it, I would go check it out. Also, I'm sure you can find it on Twitter. It's a a feature where you can like go into a private match. Like Brock and I could load into a private match, and you can throw a smoke or a nade or whatever. Uh, for CS, obviously, you're more talking smokes, but a little screen, like another like little window, pops up in the bottom left when you're holding the smoke in your hand, and like wherever you like, if you just aim it up in the sky in a certain point, like on a cross. In the bottom left corner, you, uh, corner, it shows you where it's going to land. Like, mm-hmm. if you throw it here, it'll land here. That is, like, incredible for teams being able to go in and practice. Yeah. Like, imagine, Nate like, well, yeah, learning Nade spots. Like, remember this this year on, oh, my God, I'm about to blink of the map, Mercado. Like, yep. how many Nade spots were on? I can't even remember. Was that B-Site? I'm forgetting now. With the house? Uh, yes. Yeah. A- so how many A-site. Nades? A-Site? how many nades were just chucked at a site every round and obviously you throw it on your trophy but like think about how much better teams could have gotten faster like if you could go in that i mean obviously you have people go stand by the house and like mm-hmm. figure out where you throw it you watch your teammates screen when you're like on land practice and then you see where the nade landed but like this is so much easier of a way because you can grind it yourself also you yeah. can go in throw a nade or like hold the nade in a certain spot and you see oh it's gonna land there you'd be able to practice your nade spots so much easier this is an incredible feature for any like tactical shooter type game yeah it's just so much easier get quicker to it like you said well and it rewards teams that want to grind it out and like figure out strats because you can go into that private match and just lab up some crazy stuff like it also helps you with strategy like for smoke especially in cs but like imagine if we use smokes and cod for crosses and stuff or like if you can get your team to cross to this spot and there's like a power position that people play like to use mercado as an example again like the mid block that people would always sit on on defense. Yeah. That block heady, like maybe, I mean, obviously you could throw a nade down mid map, but it's risky because you're peaking, you know, you're showing your body so you could get ripped, but like maybe you could find a push where you go over to, uh, over by the a house and you have an angle that if you all throw a nade from here, it lands in that block and you can kill a guy off it. Like just simple stuff like that would be so much easier to lab out and lead to more intricate search or destroy strategy. So it'd be awesome to see in COD. I doubt we ever get it pretty much probably ever, but it would be incredible. It, that is, I did see that, and that's a cool feature. Be really cool in Valorant too. Like any of these tactical shooter type games, would be very cool in. Mm-hmm. I wonder how hard it is to now. actually put it in. I'm sure it takes. I mean, I I know little to nothing about coding, so I could be completely wrong. But it, it seems like it'd be a, maybe a pretty complicated feature. Yeah, but I guess with all these, how big these studios are, they shouldn't have an excuse. They should be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, they should definitely be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's a really cool feature. Uh, COD next is uh, October 5th. So coming up this Thursday, I believe that is. Yeah, this Thursday, um, where we'll get a look at the new Warzone map, which for you and I, whatever, Ooh. we don't really care. Um, Ooh, Warzone. But more importantly for us, we should see a ton of multiplayer gameplay from anybody from like a random Warzone streamer or like random kind of like streamer that doesn't play a ton of cod or whoever's going to be there um all the way to like your scumps uh, and your shotsies are going to be there like pro level players so we're going to get to know a lot about the game see the gameplay i'm very very excited because this is really I mean, we saw that little glimpse on high rise but this is the first time we'll get to see like full uh like full length gameplay and really get a feel for what the movements uh, and the maps look like and obviously the least nerve-wracking for maps because we know the maps but Really excited to see how they flow and how the movement looks and how the gunplay looks. And honestly, I'm mostly looking forward to seeing how the time to kill looks. Yeah. That is a flint after bullets like last year. Yeah. 
because I mean, we we've heard it so much higher, but like usually we have questions about the maps and everything, but we, we pretty much know the maps. I'm excited to see the guns and the time to kill and the movement are like the big things. Mm-hmm. Excited to see the time to kill and movement. Yeah, so that should be very fun to watch. Um, Brock, your uh, your boys over at the Overwatch League posted something. Um, obviously, <laughs> you guys know Brock maybe doesn't follow the Overwatch League as much anymore, but overall, I've like almost never watched any Overwatch League matches. And Brock, at least for a season or two here and there, has really followed it. So he has more knowledge on the OWL than I do. But uh, they posted a tweet that says, quote, with the completion of the 2023 Overwatch League season, we will be focusing on building our vision of a revitalized esports program. We're eager to share more details, uh, more with you as details are finalized. So, interesting little quote there. Um, there, I believe, like what the Overwatch finals were this weekend, and we saw some screenshots of maybe attendance being a bit low. Yeah. And Overwatch is a game, I think, player base and everything, I, I think, has gone down. Popularity has gone down. Yeah. And maybe looking to change up the model for the league. So, could have implications for COD. You never know, because obviously the leagues kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely have the the audience that COD does. It the way they did it was just so weird to me. Do you feel the same way? Like the fact that they went into franchising right away. Yeah, so early. Yeah, which like for games like League, I mean, they had the history of like all the the big time teams, but also League is League. It's on a different scale, and then like even for CS, kind of same thing, and then even for COD. Like COD is not on the scale of League or CS, but COD had years and years and years of fan bases built around orgs, and then they transferred those orgs into another league, and they had so many fans already of the eSport, mm-hmm. and then they made a new version of the league. So they had a, a good base of, of viewers going into it yeah. for the CDL, and the CDL isn't even that successful at this point. So now imagine the OWL where they didn't have like org history because the game was pretty new, and then they just jumped into a franchise league with no previous like competitive tournaments really. Um, or not a ton of them, not nearly as much as COD. So it's, it's a mess yeah. over there. It definitely is. So hopefully this revitalized will be better for the overwatching. Because, you know, when I watched it, it was pretty fun to watch. But it was kind of complicated if you uh, didn't really play Overwatch or know about, oh, yeah. know about it. Even as somebody that played, I mean, I wouldn't say I know a ton about Overwatch. I'm not some tactical mastermind on Overwatch or anything. But I, I, I played hours and hours and hours of ranked like enough to understand the game. And even when watching sometimes it was a little bit chaotic for me. So it just like COD would be, it's very hard to watch COD if you never played it. It can be a little bit confusing, but I really hope to see Overwatch get revitalized. I, I like the game. It's still one of my favorite games I played back in original Overwatch one, like early days. Mm-hmm. I loved playing ranked on it. It was an incredibly fun game. And you know, if they build a really successful model for the Overwatch league that works, it just will help us out in COD because COD will probably follow suit. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, whatever they're cooking up over there is good. I sure hope so, because I'd like to see them thrive, and it would also help us, <laughs> selfishly. Yeah. True. Um, another piece of news here, going back to, like, MW3 and Next COD stuff, we saw a screenshot of, like, a class or gun builder in MW3, and it shows the class making seems pretty much the same. Like, all the million different spots you can put something on your gun. I see. Uh, it's not pick 10. Yeah, sad. No pick ten. Uh, I mean, I think we all kind of knew it wasn't going to be pick ten. Yeah, but still, like, we can delusionally hope for it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's the same old from the last couple games. Yeah, it's it's not the best system, but also, I have hope that the perk system could be good because it seems like if they logically do it, um, 
where hack mask would be on your face or like your hat or your mask feature, whatever they're going to have. Mm-hmm. And then dead silence would be on your boots. You would assume since they're doing it like clothing articles then you would think flack uh, flag check. It would be like a torso or like an upper body attachment. Yeah. So if they do it logically, you would think that we'll be able to at least put flack tack and dead silence on. You would, you would hope be, so, <laughs> which would be an ideal world. But knowing them, they'll somehow say like flak jacket goes on your feet and somehow dead silence goes on like your head. <laughs> it's flip flop. Yeah, <laughs> and but, I won't yeah. be surprised. No, they would somehow screw that up. But we don't have pick 10, unfortunate. But I mean, at this point, it's a losing battle. I still hope for it to make the game better. But at this point, it's pretty much a losing battle. We kind of knew this is coming. Yeah, I'm not shocked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, We've got a couple more positive pieces here for MW3. The first one being, uh, I saw a screenshot on Reddit that said the red dot meta for ARs at least. I mean, subs usually don't have a red dot on them. Mm-hmm. Like, can you think of like the last time the like uh, having a site on your sub was meta and competitive? Um, I'm trying to think because like it, I'm trying to just like go game by game. It wasn't this past year. Uh, it wasn't in Vanguard. Wasn't in. Cold War or MW19 or Black Ops 4 or Vanguard. Just um, a, a site in general or the Red Dot? Just a site in general. Like, either, only, I can't think of a single game. Like, the only like thing is the Black Ops 3 for the week, the Varric yeah. site. On, like, the Varric, the, yeah. Yeah, the Varric site on like, the Vesper of VMP. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I literally can't think of a time. Uh, maybe the vector or like whatever guns and ghosts. I think for a little bit they use red dots on that sometimes. Yeah. So like yeah. it basically never happened. So we probably won't see it on SMGs, but it could be back for ARs because apparently uh, there was like a blog post that said it won't slow down your ADS like it did in MW2. Okay. Uh, that's a plus. Yeah, because I always in general, like if I use an AR, I've liked when the meta has a red dot on them because I feel like I shoot better with the red dot rather yeah. than the iron sight at times. Um, but there was no point to use it because the iron sight was pretretty clean in MW2 and also mm-hmm. like you don't want an ADS penalty that's extremely harmful. Yeah, it kind of just looks better like overall with the red dot on, on an AR. Yeah, it's always easier to see everything. Yeah. Although sometimes it makes it feel like, at least in my mind, that like guns with high recoil seem to have like more recoil when you use it almost in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But apparently it doesn't have a penalty to slow down your ADS. So that's, that's big time. That is good. Um, the other positive thing is the UI. So like the way that the menus look apparently could be changing in MW3. I believe the post, let me see. I saw a post on the, the Reddit. Let me see if I can find it again. Uh, I believe it might've been from our boy PD gaming, but I can't remember. Um, anyways, it was like something saying like how the UI, like one of the guys that's in term in charge of that design, on the game mm-hmm. would like he like confirm at least something's new with it and he really likes it so that's a big plus because i hate the ui of like the recent games and mw2 i swear like might be my least favorite like it is sometimes so confusing to figure out how to get to where you want to go on the menu for no reason yeah like we try to make things too complicated like black ops 2 is perfect i load up the game there's a button for campaign there's a button for multiplayer uh, there's a tab for league play. There's a tab for zombies. I just scroll down and click which one I want to play, and I go. It's so <laughs> simple, easy. And there's a store button too, which we know Activision they really want that store button to be visible. Mm-hmm. But like, literally, just get me on the main menu, 
put some music in the background and then put on the screen public match ranked play zombies if it's in the game campaign if it's in the game and store just put that all in a row and let me just click on my button it should be that easy yeah it should be that simple too it doesn't need to be complicated because guess what even the casual player they're gonna like that more they're gonna load up and they're gonna be like oh i want to play public match you're like what the heck is rank play i'll try that out like if you can just see all your options right in one place everybody prefers that instead of go look for them yeah yeah Nobody wants this overcomplicated jumble. Like MW2, would you agree? It's like the worst UI we've ever had. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's up there. You gotta like hit B, click on a random spot to get to this specific spot. It's just it's way too much. Gotta scroll down a little bit, scroll over. Yeah. <laughs> just get me to a simple list that has the six options in the game and let me click on one and it's just that simple. Just don't overcomplicate the UI. I hope that's what they did when you said they changed it. Yeah. But no, no, they probably complicated it more. Yeah, somehow, just like they do with the creative classes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all right, Optic Legacy match, Brock. I didn't get to catch a ton of it live because I was watching an intense Colts comeback um, from down 23 nothing. but the Legacy squad, basically the Dynasty plus Bose, Krim, Skump, Karma, and Bose, took down the Optic Texas roster 5-1. Um, spoiler alert, uh, we might make the title we might bait like other people are probably going to do on YouTube. Oh my God, is it time to panic for Optic Texas? Optic Texas sucks. Like, say some uh, baits in the titles because, oh my God, they lost to the, the old squad of all retired players. Uh, <laughs> I actually legitimately saw people on Twitter, like in the replies to those that were like dead serious. Like, oh my God, is it time to panic for Optic Texas? <laughs> they lost. I was like, these people are, it's wild. That's funny. <laughs> I did see like a screenshot of their stats though, and it was. I'm going to see if I can find it again while we, we get your thoughts on the event because it was hilarious. Like, I think I saw like Dashi and Shotzi both had like 0.6s or something. I'm not saying that on Ghost, right? Yeah. yeah. I was kind of sad it wasn't Black Ops 3, by the way, but apparently they, like, they knew that they were going to get smoked because Dashi's been playing it all offseason. Yeah. So I thought this would be a better match and then they smoked him. Yeah. Once we give your thoughts, I do have the KDs here. Oh, uh, my thoughts are, you know, love to see this stuff come up with the legacy matches. We'll see, want to see more of them in the future, which I'm, I'm yeah. sure we'll get down the line. Maybe a Black Before one, personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I did see like a, well, I, I, I don't know if it was a screenshot or maybe Shotzi saying I never played Ghost before. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. That's what I was going to say. I, I, by the way, I know we've got some people that Optic fans that sprinted to the comments when I said Dashi and Shotzi both had a point six. I was wrong when I first looked at the screenshot. That was map one. They both had a 0.61. Scump had a 1.55 that map, by the way. Um, I'm not shocked. But the totals overall, Scump had a 1.14. Krim had a 0.92. Karma had a 1.12. And Bose had a 0.77. Uh, we'll talk about Bose in a second, though. And then Dashi actually had a 1.24. So he had double what I initially said he had. Uh, Shotzi did have a 0.64, though. Uh, Kenny had exactly a 106 kills, 106 deaths. And then Pred had a 1.22. So Pred with uh, the second best overall KD behind Dashi. But... Optic Legacy wins 5-1. Uh, yeah, Shotzi definitely seemed like he hadn't played the game. He, he struggled. Uh, I feel for him. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Um, but that boy Embos, he was getting gassed up on Twitter, Brock. We had uh, we had Clay and uh, Money B, Clay and Krim gassing him up. Where's that? Where's that post? He was uh, Money B said woke up and won some paper and played alongside some legends, and he added them all. And then Krim <laughs> said, you were absolutely tactical on the map today. And Clay said, they ain't built like bows anymore. So they're gassing up our boy bows. We love bows. 
it was also funny. I watched like their post like match interview and none of them knew that there was cash on the line. Hitch like oh, walked really? out with a 10k check and he was like, wait, we won this? Like Scump was like surprised and they were all laughing. <laughs> um, playing for fun, a little extra cash. Yeah, I mean I'd I'd love to play a match of COD Ghost for a quick twenty five hundred. That'd be nice. Easily. Um but anyways, Bose, uh, he only had a point seven seven, but he was looking nice and it brought up an interesting discussion I wanted to just talk about for a second. Um they were like saying Bose was saying how he it's like he gets dope, uh you know, the new COD saying he gets dope mm-hmm. from like getting assists and setting up his teammates, and then that's what Crim and Clay were talking about, how like they don't make him like Bose anymore, a player who like loves to just run around and just his entire goal is setting up his teammates and he, he lives to do that. And that is true. There aren't a lot of players like that anymore. Everybody wants to be a superstar in a lot of ways. There are definitely some players like that, but it's very true. When you have a player like like a Bose, it's going to get very aggressive and just his whole goal is going to be to just set up his teammates for success. It helps It helps a lot. So shout out to Bose. Um, shout out Bose. Who's the first player you think of when that comes to mind? Like their whole goal is to just go set up their teammates and enable everyone. I have somebody that comes to mind right away. Like a Bose style. Mm. For me, I don't know why I think of it. I think about Eason. That's a really good one. My first thought was Kismet. Is? Yep. Asim's a really good call, though, too. Basically, like, entry sub is kind of like the first thing that comes to mind. I would say I would say a BZ, but he gets the kills. <laughs> B, yeah, a BZ's like an anomaly. There's only one a BZ. Like, he, yeah. he has, like, the bow style of play in a way where, like, he's like his whole goal is, is to, like, set up teammates. But, like, he's just built different because while trying to set up his teammates, he just happens to go in and get two somehow. Yeah. When you shouldn't be able to, like, mm. he's just like he's an anomaly. <laughs> yeah, he's just different. He's built different. For real, yeah, ace him for me. That's a good shout out. Um, all right, couple more things that I saw like random tweets about that I just want to talk about and on Reddit. Um, first one, best gamer tag and worst gamer tag in pro COD history. What are we thinking here? Mm. curious to what you're thinking I, I saw a lot of people and yeah, I know you'll agree with them because you're not a fan of the player we saw a lot of people saying John <laughs> I just don't know how that can be the worst like I get that it's like so boring because it's just like his name John but like I don't know it's I, it's not the worst in my opinion it's just boring it's not good but it's just boring yeah a lot of people were saying beans which I don't really agree with a lot of people were saying simp for obvious reasons but he did make it before that, like that term was really a thing. Yeah. Wait, someone said worst for Major Maniac. Yeah, I do. Can... Uh, this is a Doug said. Uh, Jcat four one five, one of the best. <laughs> Literally every pro outside of that is tied for worst gamer tag in competitive history. We all suck with naming ourselves. So Doug says everybody sucks, but Jcat four one five. Man, I'm trying to think who the best. I like. Like Formal's pretty good one up there. Yeah, Formal is mentioned a lot as the best, and I would agree with that. I see Jacob Hale said Formal best zero. Zero with the actual like number zero at the end for the O is pretty cool. Yeah. He said Apathy. I think Apathy is, is a cool one as well. Our series is pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of people always, for worst, we always used to see back in the day, everybody always said Slacked. They always hated that name, which I didn't, I mean, I don't know. I didn't think it was like the absolute worst. Yeah. Um, someone said Karma is cool. for best or worst. Uh, I think it was best. <laughs> it's not. I don't know. It, it's like 
kind of whatever for me because it, it sounds like a cool name, but like it, it's like a random thing. I see Fast Clogger. Interesting. Mm. Oh, um, I know, I know, I know, I know one that's worse. Robbie the worst Bean. One? Yeah, I saw that. Robbie Bean. Let <laughs> me include the numbers. I was like, yeah, that probably is. <laughs> Karma is a cool one as well. Just, just cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. Fizzerp under the best. R.I.P. Fizzerp. That is a cool name as well. Fizzerp. I like that one. Illy. I like Illy a lot. A lot of people. I've. I did see that in some responses is the worst, but I don't. I don't mind it. Assassin with the one, just like an OG name. That was a cool name. Vengeance mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Stainville. Uh, somebody did mention APG. Obviously not COD, but that is that is a pretty cool one. That, that is a good one. Stainville. You like Stainville? I feel like I'm kind of in between on that one. Yeah. I don't know if I like it, but this guy says worst major maniac. Eh. I don't know. It's not the greatest. Ooh, a throwback to a COD 4 Pro 4 play. Oh, I feel bad for this guy. He probably got flamed. He said Scump is the worst. Yeah. I, um, mm, what else? Killa. Silly's listed on here is the worst. <laughs> oh, this guy is this guy is spitting. He said the worst is when Crim6 changed his name to C6 and Kenny went to Quavo. I agree with this guy. X. C6 was terrible. Just give, just give me Crips. Like C6 just looks so weird, and Quavo looks so weird instead of just saying Kenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one called yeah. him Quavo. Yeah. That was just that was just a weird one. Um, Draza is a pretty good one. Yeah, Draza is pretty cool. The hazard backwards. <laughs> yeah. Gunless. See, I, I saw people saying they hated that one. I don't mind that one, actually. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. It is pretty I cool. see Envoy on here, and then somebody just took a screenshot of a 2009 GMC Envoy like SUV. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said Kleenex is deadass named after a tissue. That's pretty funny. Um, Tupac Thug Lord for the worst. Okay, fair. Uh, I did see that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, but interesting. God RX, people said that was the worst. I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. I've got a neutral on it, but I think it sounds kind of cool. Yeah. Reminds me of like medicine. Reminds me of like Walgreens or something with the RX at the end. Yeah, someone said gotta. I don't know. Someone said worst gotta be accuracy. Dude, I've seen that a lot too. Like, I don't think it's the best, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't hate it. There's not really, really. For, maybe I'm just not that picky about it. But like, there's just not that many gamer tags I look at, and I'm just like, that is just awful. Like, there's some I look at, and I'm just like, eh, not oh, great. It, but I don't like ever look at too many and think they're just awful. I like Dashy. Dashy's kind of a cool name. Yeah. This one, this guy said best is killer and worst is silly. Interesting. Um, okay, uh, well, you got any more? No, I don't really care for uh, silly that name. Yeah, yeah, not from what we've seen too. Not a great human, so we don't like that one very much. Yeah, uh, true. All right, so the last thing I want to wrap this up quick, but the last thing uh, was a, another post I saw when I scrolled the Reddit quick today to get some more content. Uh, was what is the best CDL roster to never win an event? So only Call of Duty League era, so MW19 and on. Uh, our boy, Real PD Gaming, he said the Scump Formal Dashy Envoy team, and just by name, not roles, he said that Surge team with Octane Enable, Apathy, Slack, Karma, which I would agree if you're just going on names and their all-time accomplishments, that Surge roster could be potentially it, but obviously like watching the actual team play, that team was horrible. Mm-hmm. But just based on names alone, Octane Enable, Apathy, Slack, Karma, I mean, you've got three world champions, two of them being multi-time, and then Slack and Enable, two of the players with the most wins to not win a champ so like obviously just by names he is definitely right that roster would be up there uh the cold war optic one is interesting because once again tons of talent uh 
I see somebody on here said the Empire roster in Cold War with Krim, Illy, Shotzi, Vivid. I'd definitely say that's a good shout out. Yeah. He got second at Major 4 and then fourth at Major 5 and then third at Champs. And he mentioned that the game four versus Ultra on that raid heart point. Remember that? That was insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I saw also, like, if you're going individual title, obviously this team won a lot together. But if you're going just by individual title, Vanguard phase is pretty crazy. Yeah. They got second, like, every event. They did not win. They're so close. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, I couldn't think of like somebody said uh, Cold War Seattle on land. It's funny. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, mm, no, I was going to say Optic this year in the NW2, but no. Nah. Yeah. They were pretty good for a while there. Yeah. You could say maybe because they got a couple seconds. Yeah. I, I could see that. OGLA, if once again, I saw somebody say OGLA, if you're looking at just pure players and roster, I could also see that argument because like at the time, TJ was pretty sought after and Slasher, Kenny, Dashy, um, like those are a lot of players that were like supposed to be really good. So like on paper, that roster is a good one. They weren't actually that good in reality, but on paper, like just like the surge roster, yeah. there's a lot of incredible players there just didn't work out. Um, mm-hmm. Dave, uh, the, the free Dave Patty guy says all Dave Patty rosters. Mm hmm. I, uh, I know Brock would agree with that one. Um, I got nothing else, though. I'm ready to wrap it up if you are. Yeah, I got nothing else as well. All right. That's going to do it for this one. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next weekend or next. Sorry, I'm thinking about this coming weekend. Brock and I are headed out on a little trip to go watch another Colts game. So uh, we'll be away this weekend. But be back on monday with another episode and it'll be an interesting episode because we'll brock and i won't have played because we'll be gone and we also don't have playstations but we'll have at least watched some content on the mw3 beta and we'll be able to at least talk about our thoughts on the game so excited to get into that next week you guys enjoy this one be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe on youtube drop a follow drop a five-star review on the audio platforms you guys have been killing it on the sport in the off season with uh the audio platforms especially so we appreciate that we see you over there i know it's harder to communicate with you guys that are listening on Spotify just because Spotify's way that their comments work sucks. Like I see people comment and then it like doesn't allow me to reply to them. It sucks because like I see a comment, I want you to know that I'm acknowledging you and I'm seeing you. So if you're a person dropping a comment on Spotify, I see your comment. I appreciate you, but I literally can't find a way to like directly re- uh, to reply to it. So we see you over there. Um, we appreciate it. Keep commenting. Just know we are seeing it. It's just it's not as friendly as YouTube where I can have a conversation with you. So thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you in the next one.